Hey there, Dr. Demento here. My prescription for you is... Follow Rich on Twitter at DJ Rich Russo. Tooling down the highway doing 79. I'm a twin pipe popper and I'm feeling fine. Hey man, dig that. Was that a red stop sign? Transfusion, transfusion. I'm just a solid mess of contusions. Never, never, never gonna speed again. Slip the blood to me, bud. I jump in my rod about a quarter to nine. I gotta make a date with that chick of mine. I cross the center line. Man, you gotta make time. Transfusion, transfusion. Oh, man, I got the cotton-picking convolutions. I'm never, never, never gonna speed again. Shoot the juice to me, Bruce. My foot's on the throttle and it's made of lead. But I'm a fast-riding daddy with a real cool head. I'm gonna pass a truck on the hill ahead. My red corpse suckles are in mass confusion Never, never, never gonna speed again Pour the crimson in me, Jimson I took a little drink and I'm a-feeling right I can fly right over everything, everything in sight There's a slow-poking cat, I'm gonna pass him on the right Transfusion, I'm a real gone pale face And that's no illusion I'm a never, never, never gonna speed again Pass the claret to me, Barrett Rolling down the mountain on a rainy day Oh, when you see me coming, better start to pray I'm a-cutting up the road and I'm the boss all the way Transfusion, transfusion Oh, Doc, pardon me for this crazy intrusion I'm never, never, never gonna speed again Pump the fluid in me, Louie I'm burning up the freeway early this morning I'm a-passing everybody Oh, nothing but corn, man, out of my way I don't drive with my horn Oh, nurse, I'm going to make a new resolution. I'm never, never, never going to speed again. Put a gallon in me, Allen. Oh, barnyard drivers are found in two classes, line-crowding hogs and speeding jackasses. So remember to slow down today. Hey, Daddy-O, uh, make that type O, huh? a boy. <laughs> anything anything i'm rich russo and this is the all novelty song edition and that's one of the coolest ones ever transfusion by nervous norvis from 1956 and was the song according to folklore that when my co-host tonight played it on a pasadena radio station in 1971 he was christened with the nickname dr demento so please welcome to your radio a true freeform radio legend and the all-time king of novelty programming it's a great honor to introduce back to the new york city airwaves dr demento Whoa, wind up your radio. Hello, New York. Hello, Rich. Hello. So uh, I love it. I'm just so excited about this. Now, regarding that song Transfusion, one of the lines is, pass the claret to me, Barrett. And Barrett is your real name. So did that line have any effect on you liking that song? Oh, um, I'm sure it did. Uh, I was 15 years old at the time it came out. I, I, w I loved it anyway, <laughs> with or without that. Uh, Barrett happened to be Nervous Norvis's manager and song publisher. So so he was uh, giving a shout to somebody, but not me. But the, a, a nice coincidence there. Uh, I was given the name Dr. Demento by a guy who called himself the Obscene Stephen Clean. Uh, uh, he was the one who introduced me to KPPC, and everybody there had a funny name. There was Mississippi Fats and Outrageous Nevada, so I needed a funny name too, and he hung that one on me, and it stuck. It's, it's a great one. 
Now, the Nervous Norva song, you know, it's like the 50s and 60s were not only full of wacky novelty songs, but a ton of crash songs. Some of them are like serious, like Last Kiss and Tell Laura I Love Her, Teen Angel, and the more novelty things like uh, Transfusion and Leader of the Pack. Why do you think there were so many of those crash songs? Why do you think they appeal to people so much? Well, just like people, when they watch the TV news today, they, they lead off with murders and car crashes and fires and all kinds of grisly, bloody things uh, in which uh, young people die and things like that. So th- there's always been that side of the public. And in those days, people tended to write songs a little more about real-life events so uh, or events that could have been in real life, uh, things that happened during the course of a day that and they'd write songs about them. Songs didn't have to be poetic, as, as they kind of did after Dylan came along. Blotto from Albany, New York, had a ton of novelty tracks in the 80s. I Want to Be a Lifeguard, Metalhead, and this next one, which is a great parody in tribute to all those car crash girlfriend dying songs of the 50s and 60s. You're going to love this one. It's Blotto, My Baby's the Star of a Driver's Ed Movie. Out high. 
don't hardly know where to begin. I remember we were cruising home from a Beatles concert. I'd had such a wonderful evening sitting there watching my baby screaming and tearing her hair out and carrying on. She was so full of life then. Well, we were about three miles from home when all of a sudden it started to rain. And I do mean rain. I couldn't hardly see nothing. Well, we kept driving for about another mile when all of a sudden I see this stalled car right smack in front of me. Well, I wasn't about to slam on the brakes because I didn't have none to start with. So I swerved to the left, and what do I see? Some mush head on a motorcycle heading right at us. And I knew at last, me and my baby were about to meet the leader of the... Pack. Well, when I come to, I looked around, and there was the leader, and there was the pack, and over there was my baby, and over there was my baby, and way over there was my baby. months now since that fateful night and you know something I've tried believe me I have tried but I just can't make it without my baby so I've decided I'm gonna have her back one way or another oh baby I dig you so much <laughs> hot dang pay dirt I think Chili's, the restaurant, stole their I Want Your I Want My Baby Back ad campaign from Jimmy Cross and his creepy car crash song, I Want My Baby Back, a true novelty classic. And this is a special Anything Anything. I'm Rich Russo. One of the all-time great Dr. Demento classics is by Barnes & Barnes called Fishhead. Doctor, give us a little uh, backstory on Barnes & Barnes, the song, the video, etc. Well, uh, I started getting a whole lot of unsolicited tapes and records and cassettes in the mail in the 70s. And in 1978, uh, a tape came in the mail by Barnes & Barnes. I had never heard of them, didn't know who they were. And uh, it was called The Vomit Song. And at that time, our uh, program director, our station manager, they were kind of a sticklers about uh, songs about uh, bodily fluids like vomit. So they, they didn't want me playing anything quite like that. I, I was almost freeform, but 
but not quite. So anyway, I wrote them back saying, that's a great song. Do you have anything else? And about two weeks later, another tape comes and it has two songs on it. One is called Not on the Radio, and it's all about how I could not play the vomit song. And the other one is Fish Heads. And it's the first time I'd heard it. And, you know, I did not know until uh, a few weeks later that Barnes and Barnes were really a uh, uh, Billy Moomy, uh, Bill Moomy, and uh, his longtime musical partner, Robert Hamer, who does a lot of the lead singing. Uh, I, I didn't know there, there was any connection until they invited me over to their house, the house where they recorded all their stuff, which was Bill Moomy's house. And I saw all this lost in space memorabilia around <laughs> and it finally put two and two together. You still keep in touch with those guys? Oh, very definitely. Uh, right now, as we speak, uh, Bill Moomy is getting something called a Twirly Award for his 50 years in show business. He's still a very active musician. He does a lot of serious music, too. He's just one of the best guitar players I've ever heard. And uh, Robert Hamer writes a lot of songs, too. So they're, they're both active, and they keep saying one of these days they'll make another Barnes & Barnes album. They, they did have a new one a couple of years ago. Fish heads, fish heads, roly-poly fish heads, fish heads. One and two ducks, three squawking geese. Four 
It's Anything, Anything. I'm Rich Russo, and I'm here with Dr. Demento, and we just heard One Hen by the Blue Chips into the Meat Song by Candy Kane, uh, which is uh, from a uh, porno album, right, Doctor? Yeah, I came across that album uh, recently. It, I think I've had it for a long time. It's called Porn to Rock, and it consists of porn stars singing songs, which range from just straight-ahead pop and rock stuff to outright pornography. And I think the Meat Song falls somewhere in the middle. Candy Kane is probably better known as a a jazz and blues and sometimes punk singer. She did have a brief career as a stripper and a porn actress uh, back around the time they did that album, I guess. So uh, I thought that Meat Song was fun, and uh, it led me to wondering if maybe Lady Gaga has ever heard that song, you know, with her thing about meat. You know, it's funny. We're trying to get her up on the show. Maybe that'll be my... I was thinking if I had her on, I like when I have guests on, I like to tie in songs that kind of hit them out of left field so they understand what Freeform is. Maybe that's the song I play. I play the Meat Song by her, by a Candy Kane to a, lead into a Lady Gaga interview. And I guess we should also, since we're mentioning the adult film industry, we should send out our well wishes to Ron Jeremy, who had some heart problems, who's out by you in LA. He's in Cedar... What's he in? Cedar Sinai, right? So, you know, hopefully he'll be better. Well, he should be in, in the best of hands there. Cedar sinai is a good place. And before that, tell us about the uh, One Hen Blue Chip song. Oh, One Hen. That was, uh, it was sometimes called the announcer's trick. Uh, Jerry Lewis used to do it on TV, and I'm told that Danny Kaye also did it too. But One Hen by the Blue Chips from, oh, around 1960, I guess. It was a single on the Groove label, and uh, that's that was kind of its first exposure to the pop record market. Uh, a little later on, uh, uh, Flo and Eddie, after they... After their stint with Zappa, they made a couple albums on their own, and they called it the Tibetan memory trick. All the same thing. Well, cool. So we're going we're gonna to take a break now, and this has been wild, and we got more wild stuff coming up. And after this break, things are going to get very hairy here on the Anything Anything <laughs> Super Bowl extravaganza, co-hosted by the legendary Dr. Demento. Stick around. Woo-woo! Wind up your radio very hairy. My life's going nowhere, I'm poorer than dirt I got nothing to parley to get me some skirt But if I was a movie star, I surely do know The girls would be lined up from here to Tupelo Now Mr. Producers, won't you try real well to read this here letter, cause I don't know how to spell. But I got me a plan, and I'm sure you'll agree. It's the best thing that could ever happen to me. I got two tufts of hair that brush up real well. They can look just like ears if I use enough gel. And I groom me some mutton chops that I'm quite proud of In a dimly lit room I look like Isaac Asimov I've been lifting some weights, I've been doing push-ups And my man boobs have shrunk down to two little pups It's hard and sometimes I get down in the dumps but I swear I'll have a six-pack in eight or ten months Oh, please, I want to be the next Wolverine 
I'll be strong yet also sad. I'll be kind yet also mean. I'll squint like Clint Eastwood with the sun in his eyes. I'll be handsome with the help of a little CGI. Now it's true that my wounds don't heal right away. After a bar fight, I need a couple days. And as for the zigzaggy shape of my nose, well, you can't tell that much if you don't zoom in too close. I don't have killer blades that spring right from my hands, but I rigged up six kitchen knives on rubber bands. Then I practiced so much and I got so darn deft that I got a part-time job as a sushi chef. Oh, please won't you make me the next Wolverine? I'll be strong yet also sad. I'll be kind yet also mean. I'll squint like Clint Eastwood with the sun in his eyes. I'll be handsome with the help of a little CGI. Yippee I, yippee Now I heard how some regular folks became movie stars. They started out on a lark and ended up with ten cars. Then I thought about Wolverine. How hard can it be? To snarl and grimace and look ornery. So check out my headshots and give me a call. I'll come to Hollywood if I have to crawl. I'll never complain through the 12 hour days. And when the next sequel comes, I won't demand a raise. Oh, please, won't you make me the next Wolverine? I'll be strong, yet also sad. I'll be kind, yet also mean. I'll squint like Clint Eastwood with the sun in his eyes. I'll be handsome with the help of a little CGI. It's anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo, and the next Wolverine, Jesse Smith, as we do the all novelty extravaganza, and that's one of the ones found by Doctor Demento. How do you? Where did you find that one? Well, this one actually came from the Fump.com, the Funny Music Project, which is kind of a clearinghouse for new recordings of funny music. It was started oh, about six years ago by a bunch of guys who do funny music, and uh, uh, so they have put a lot of their own songs up on this website and made them available for anybody to download who wants to. Uh, you can get a, a lo-fi download for free and pay a little more and get a hi-fi download. And uh, uh, they've encouraged other people to join them. There's a, a group called Morning Sidekick, which mostly does prep for morning shows. When you hear a morning radio show, they'll often have little comedy bits and they'll never tell you who they are. Uh, that's because the, the morning jock that you're hearing is subscribing to a service that, that supplies him with funny material every so often. The Morning Sidekick is one of those groups and Jesse Smith is a member of the Morning Sidekick and uh, they do pretty good stuff. So they put that up on the fump.com a week or two ago and uh, I thought it was cool. So there it is, the next Wolverine, Jesse Smith. Smith. 
so the stuff so the stuff that they like when you hear parody songs and stuff on various morning shows on like the morning zoos and stuff they come from guys like Fump and this is stuff that doesn't make the morning shows or separate stuff or a whole separate stream of um, ideas well the uh, that particular song we just heard it's probably a little long for most morning shows but uh, uh, Jesse had written it and sung it so they put it up on the fump.com and anybody can enjoy it there check it out you can buy some great great novelty songs there and please don't take the free stuff support it people buy you know for a buck buy these songs okay buy them don't don't take them for free buy them lots of great stuff t-h-e-f-u-m-p.com thefump.com actually one of our most popular songs on this on this radio program has come from thefump.com that dr demento had turned me on to last time was smells like karen carpenter oh yes yeah that that's one of their biggest hits it's one of the biggest songs of all time. I mean, it's, you know, we play it all the time. We're going to not play it tonight. But since we just uh, played the Wolverine, you got to think of the Wolverine with all the hair. Let's talk about one of the all-time great, great novelty classics. And it's one of the biggest songs, I think, in Dr. Demento history from a guy named uh, Benny Bell. Tell us about that song. Yeah, that was the song that really uh, launched my syndicated radio show in 1974. I originally found it on a 78 in a thrift shop uh, out here in California. Uh, it came out originally in 1946. Uh, one of a good many what were called party records at that time made by the late, great Benny Bell. Benny Bell was one of the first people to do a DIY record label. He wrote these risque songs that were considered to be too naughty for any of the major record labels at that time. So... He started up his own record company in his apartment out there in Brooklyn, and he did everything himself. He uh, printed the labels. He cut the masters. He had a, a lathe in there to cut masters. I think the only thing he didn't do was actually press the records, and it wouldn't surprise me if he had a press in his basement. But uh, anyway, he made uh, dozens of these party records, and he also made uh, uh, non-party records uh, in Yiddish and English for the more traditional Jewish audience. So uh, for a guy who was always on the fringes of the music business, uh, he, he, he carved out quite a little niche for himself, and his grandson recently wrote a biography of him, which is called Grandpa Had a Long One. That's a Benny Bell line. So uh, anyway, among the many songs that he recorded was Shaving Cream, and when I heard that one, I just thought, well, that's, that's going to be nice for the Dr. Demento show. In 1946, nobody would dream of playing that on the air because it's suggestive, suggests a nasty word, even though the word isn't said. Uh, but uh, I decided that I could get away with it, and I did, and it became very, very popular on my show. And then uh, my show was carried at that time by WNBC in New York City, and Cousin Brucey was on that station. And Cousy Bruce, Cousin Brucey heard it on my show and decided to start playing it on his own show. So that really helped it to get, uh, get into a more mainstream part of the music business, and eventually Vanguard Records picked it up, put it on a 45, and that 45 got up to number 30 on the Billboard charts. At that time, it was the oldest recording ever to get that high in terms of the amount of time between when it was recorded and when it made the charts. But uh, anyway, uh, it, it got started on my show, and so uh, Benny and I did some uh, appearances together at the bottom line and out here in L.A. too, and uh, what, what a great guy. I miss him. Well, here it is, Benny Bell, Shaving Cream. I have a sad story to tell you It may hurt your feelings a bit Last night when I walked into my bathroom I stepped in a big pile of shaving cream 
be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look king. I think I'll break off with my girlfriend. Her antics are queer, I'll admit. Each time I say, darling, I love you, she tells me that I'm full of shaving cream. Be nice and clean, shave every day, and you'll always look keen. Our baby fell out of the window. You think that her head would be split. But good luck was with her that morning. She fell in a barrel of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. An old lady died in a bathtub. She died from a terrible fit. In order to fulfill her wishes, she was buried in six feet of shaving cream. Be nice and clean, shave every day, and you'll always look keen. When I was in France with the army, one day I looked into my kit. I thought I would find me a sandwich, but the darn thing was loaded with shaving cream. Be nice and clean, shave every day, and you'll always look king. And now, folks, my story is ended. I think it is time I should quit. If any of you feel offended, stick your head in a barrel of shaving cream. Be nice and clean. Shave every day, and you'll always look keen. <laughs> I go King Kong every time you pass me on the street. King Kong, oh King Kong. I go King Kong even though I know we'll never ever meet. King Kong, oh King Kong. My heart is making a monkey out of me, just a great big monkey filled with misery. 'Cause you don't go King Kong when you see me. King Kong, oh King Kong. I go King Kong 'cause you're such an itty bitty pretty thing. I go King Kong, and for me you make the jungle birdies sing. The voodoo drum starts beating in my heart, but you don't feel the beat. Guess we're miles apart. No, you don't go King Kong when you see me. Such an itty bitty pretty thing. I go King Kong, and for me you make the jungle birdies sing. My heart is making a monkey out of me, just a great big monkey filled with misery. 
Cause you don't go King Kong when you see me. upon my mind and you beg to borrow a cup of wisdom you've come to seek the truth to ask me where it's at I thank you for your confidence in me and yet you see I cannot draw for you in black and white a map you could follow in your quest for that which all men seek for each man finds that road alone each day as he eases himself into the stream of life if he's lucky he may come a little nearer to the goal. I too have been a prospector, wandering through the maze, buffeted by the storms and jagged rocks of life that tore the nerve ends of my hopes and dreams. And like yours, my skin was much too thin to shield me from the inroads of our times. The big machines, the strangling crimson tape, the hate-filled moats, that keep us from the other seekers, searching too for the road to where it's at. But then, one day, the fog within my mind began to clear, and for me the truth shone forth as brilliant as a thousand suns, I had it all along within my grasp. The answer, so simple that I almost didn't see it. It's love. Loving someone more than you love yourself. Loving so much that you trust, you give, and you ask nothing in return. This is the purest form of love. And then, and this is the miracle. If the one you're giving to believes as you, you've found it, the treasure you've been seeking, you've found out where it's at. It's Anything, Anything, I'm Rich Russo. Soupy Sales with one of my favorite novelty songs we play all the time. King Kong into one of my greatest discoveries. Leonard Nimoy, where it's at with the immortal opening line, you knock upon my mind and ask to borrow a cup of wisdom. We're here with Dr. Demento. And uh, had you heard those songs before? Were these surprises to you? I mean, you've probably heard everything, right? Oh, yeah, I've heard the Leonard Nimoy. Uh, it's on his album called The Way I Feel. Uh, that We see there is third or fourth album. The first two with the Star Trek material, those are the popular ones. But he made two more albums, more than that, actually. But uh, uh, the way I feel is, I think, the third album. And Oh, there's nobody like him. I mean, it's it's so portentous and so self-important, but, but yet groovy. So I guess we should go from uh, Star Trek into Star Wars as we're getting uh, into space here. The song that was your number one song of the year on your uh 
Funny 25 Countdown is by Ookla the Mock. Tell us about that. Ookla the Mock uh, is a band, I believe they're from Buffalo, New York. They've been together for uh, maybe 10 years. They've made three or four CDs. They appear mostly at science fiction fan conventions where they have a major following because most of their songs are the kind of thing that would appeal to uh, uh, the geek and nerd crowd, people who are that and proud of it. And uh, they do it well. And uh, especially the last couple of albums, they've become pretty creditable rockers, though they, they don't do music full time, but the, they do it well. And we're going to play a song called Tantric Yoda. Tantric Yoda. <laughs> Tantric Yoda, not to be confused with Tantric Yoga. I mean, what a brilliant! The title alone is worth it. This was your number one song of the year. I mean, how do you how do you determine the number one song? Well, it, it's basic. We have a, a funny. We have a top ten every month, and the funny twenty five at the end of the year is compiled from the top tens. The top tens are, are compiled from requests and uh, sometimes other evidence that I have of how popular something may be. And you're still doing a new show every single week. Oh, that's right. Yes, indeed. A new show every week. They go up Saturday morning, but you can hear them anytime. DrDemento.com. Uh, we do charge a small fee because we have to pay royalties and stay in business, but uh, it's just $2 for a whole two-hour show, so it, it's pretty reasonable. Which is a, which a, barg it's a bargain and a half. And we have subscriptions, too. You can save money and get access to a little better sounding stream that way by subscribing. So all the information is at drdemento.com, D-R-D-E-M-E-N-T-O. And in addition to a new show that goes up every Saturday, we have uh, close to 800 older shows. So you can hear how I sounded way back in 1970. Do you still sound the same? Do you still sound great? So let's play Ookla the Mock Tantric Yoda right now on Anything Anything. Mm. Oh, Master Yoda. Mm. Mm. 
want to be? That to me do one time more. I need some sugar pour. Up uh, that thing back. Like a brick house are you stacked? On let us get it. It let us do. Avec moi coucher voulez-vous? Sensitive people are we. Turkey we have so much. <laughs> what about you I think? Mmm, myself I touch. I shall never see my feet. <laughs> I think it only proper to end this portion of our discussion with a prayer. <laughs> Lord, my soul is ripped with riot, incited by my wicked diet. We are what we eat, said a wise old man. And Lord, if that's true, I'm a garbage can. <laughs> I want to rise on Judgment Day, that's plain. But at my present weight, I'll need a crane. So grant me strength that I may not fall into the clutches of cholesterol. May my flesh with carrot curls be sated that my soul may be polyunsaturated. And show me the light that I may bear witness to the President's Council on Physical Fitness. At oleomargarine I'll never mutter for the road to hell is spread with butter. And cream is cursed. And cake is awful. And Satan is hiding in every waffle. Mephistopheles lurks in provolone. The devil is in each slice of bologna. Beelzebub is a chocolate drop and Lucifer is a lollipop. Give me this day my daily slice. But cut it thin and toast it twice. I beg upon my dimpled knees, deliver me from jujubes. And when my days of trial are done and my war with malted milks is won, let me stand with the saints in heaven in a shining robe, size 37. I can do it, Lord, if you'll show to me the virtues of lettuce and celery, if you'll teach me the evil of mayonnaise, the sinfulness of hollandaise and pasta a la milanaise and potatoes a la leonaise and crisp fried chicken from the south. Lord, if you love me, shut my mouth. <laughs> Sunday afternoon in Gotham City, a day of rest for everyone, including crime fighters, or so it seems. What's that? Oh, it's my wristwatch alarm. 
I'm sorry, Barbara. I'd forgotten I have a meeting at the Wayne Foundation later today. Shortly thereafter, in King Tut's current habitat, the scurrilous scalawag is plying his newfound trade to an interested assemblage. Oh, mystical, magical prince of darkness. Oh, I invoke your name and call upon your spirit. I beseech you to tell me the time and place of the next robbery in the name of everything that's nasty. Give me your answer, do. Prime your ears. Your fabulous pharaoh has given all this free information to the police in order to worm his way into their confidence. When the propitious moment arises, I'll send them on a wild flamingo chase whilst I commit the crime of the century. <laughs> Toast it. Magnificent, exquisite boy wonder. 
A cold chill runs up my spine every time I see you sock a villain. And oh, how I cry when you're even scratched. Please don't send me a mimeograph copy of interesting facts about you. I want your handwriting. I have a whole wall of my room dedicated to you. Oh boy, wonder. I'm making a gum wrapper chain to symbolize my love for you. It's going to be as long as I am tall. And I'm five foot ten inches in stocking feet. Please, boy wonder, please come next Saturday and sleep for a week or two. I will feed you breakfast in bed. I will make your bed for you. And I like you so much that I want you to spend the whole summer with me. I hope you know this is a girl writing. anything anything i'm rich russo and for victor bono's birthday the fat man's prayer into him playing king tut on the batman tv series into king tut by steve martin into boy wonder i love you sang by actually it's read by burt ward who played uh robin on the 60s batman series backed by the mothers of invention and written by frank zappa frank zappa a huge huge part of the dr demento show as well as a huge part of the early days of freeform radio especially on the legendary freeform station kppc in pasadena who every mother's day i think only played mothers of invention music and that station gave us a gave us tom donahue who's regarded as the father of freeform radio also Legendary WBCN in Boston, morning disc jockey Charles Lacadera, Elliot Mintz, who went on to become a publicist, most famously for Cher, the comedy troupe Credibility Gap, which uh, featured Lenny and Squiggy of Laverne and Shirley, as well as Harry Shearer of Spinal Tap and The Simpsons, and of course, Dr. Demento, who's my co-host this evening. Doctor, did you think, like, back in those early days of Freeform, with all of that talent, that the of these lasting contributions these guys would all have on pop culture? Uh, well, it occurred to me that that was a mighty talented group of people that was working at KPPC with me. I knew about that. Uh, I, I wasn't foretelling the future very much back then. Uh, I was brought in to do... Originally, the Dr. Demento show was supposed to be a freeform oldie show. The whole station was freeform, and uh, so they knew I had this uh, huge collection of records and knew something about the roots of rock and roll, so they brought me in to play play all the oldies that the oldies station didn't play. So I'd tell stories about them. I'd play like the original blues versions of songs the Rolling Stones had covered. Or, you know, Sly Stone was about as big as any artist could be in 1970 and 71. But he'd been making records for eight years before he ever had a hit. So I had some of those early records, which were in different styles. So that's the kind of thing I did. Uh, but then I'd open the phones for requests, and I found that uh, more and more of the requests were for novelty songs, uh, the Purple People Eater and the Monster Mash and that sort of thing. So, And the more I played of that sort of thing, the more popular the show got. And then I kind of spread from those novelty songs into other kinds of funny music, uh, people like Alan Sherman, Stan Freeberg, and of course Tom Lehrer and uh, Spike Jones and all other other kinds of funny things. And then the next step was when people started me sending, started sending me newly recorded funny stuff. 
So that's kind of the evolution of the Dr. Demento show in a nutshell. Well, it's funny because with my freeform show that I do here, I've started and I would play like one or two local bands and then... All of a sudden, I'd get like 50 CDs a week. Then it's like 100 CDs. Now it's like 300 CDs a week. I just get these boxes of CDs of everybody that's ever picked up a guitar because it's so easy to record now. And a lot of stuff is obviously experimental, people trying out, almost not quite like Frank Zappa. But talk a little bit about Frank Zappa, his impact, and as well as I know you're very good friends with him when he was alive. Yes. Uh, Frank and I met uh, before I became Dr. Demento. A mutual friend introduced me to him, and uh, he he was amazed to find somebody who was interested in avant-garde classical music and also interested in doo-wop rhythm and blues of the 50s. Uh, those are both things that he loved all his life, and he was amazed. He knew lots of people who liked doo-wop and other people who liked the avant-garde, but... I might have been the first person he met who liked both. So uh, we we hit it off pretty well, and uh, he was on my show a number of times. Uh, Later on, he got uh, a little bit suspicious and wary. That's just how he was. He got involved in so many legal battles. But, uh, oh, my, my God, what a genius that man was. Yeah, and it's it's just amazing that Frank Zappa was completely against drugs and never did any, and it proved that you can have an expansive creative mind without substances. And <laughs> Don't eat the yellow snow, Frank Zappa. was an Eskimo Frozen wind began to blow Under my boots and around my toes Frost that bit the ground below A hundred degrees below zero And my mama cried And my mama cried Don't be a naughty Eskimo Save your money, don't go to the show Right about that time, people, a fur trapper who was strictly from commercial. It's anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo. Don't eat the yellow snow and don't drink bad beer. That's all you really need to know in life. Don't eat yellow snow. Don't drink bad beer. As we're doing the all novelty 
anything, anything, Super Bowl extravaganza. Six-point beer is not a novelty. It is the real thing, and it is the best. Six-point beer comes in a myriad of different brews. Righteous Ale, Bengali Tiger, The Crisp, Sweet Action, Resin, The Diesel, Brownstone, and now Three Beans. If you want to find out where you can get Six Point Beer, go to sixpointbeer.com and click on the Beer Finder. Type in your zip code or your city. It'll tell you what place has your Six Point Beer and what varieties, whether it's a bar, a restaurant, or a liquor store. Pick up Six Point Beer wherever you shop. And if you walk in a place and you don't have Six Point Beer, just leave. You know that, of course. And go on your phone or go on your internet and check out the Six Point Beer Finder at sixpoint.com. Please drink responsibly. And let's take a break. And when we come back, I think somebody got Mr. Rogers Pro Tools for Christmas. Stick around. Hi, neighbor. Welcome again to this neighborhood. I'd like to show you something. You know what this is? Maybe if I press this button. This is a cassette player with a little cassette in here. And there's nothing written on it. So we'll just have to play it to see what it is. Do you ever imagine things? Are they scary things? Are they scary things? Do you ever imagine things? Things you'd like to have. Did you ever see a cat's eyes in the dark and wonder what they were? What they were? Did you ever pretend about things like that? Did you ever pretend about things like that? Did you ever grow anything in the garden of your mind? You can grow ideas in the garden of your mind. It's good to be curious about many things. You can think about things and make believe. All you have to do is think and they'll grow. Imagine every person that you see is somewhat different from every other person in the world. Some can do some things, some can do others. Did you ever think of the many things you've learned to do? Many things you've Did you ever grow anything in the garden of your mind? You can grow ideas in the garden of your mind. It's good to be curious about many things. You can think about things and make believe. All you have to do is think. And they'll grow. Did you feel like going like that? Let's give the fish some food. Mr. McFeely, I didn't order any whistles. That's what they call a slide whistle. So many things to learn about in this world, and so many people who can help us learn. And so many people who can help us. Learn. Did you ever grow anything in the garden of your mind? In the garden of your mind, you can grow ideas in the garden of your mind. In the garden of your mind, it's good to be curious about many things. You can think about things and make believe. All you have to do is think. You can think about things and make believe. All you have to do is think, and they'll grow.
It's Anything Anything. I'm Rich Russo here with Dr. Demento, who's gracious of the co-host, the Anything Anything Super Bowl all-novelty extravaganza, the king of novelty music himself, and never ceases to amaze me every year when we do this, and he comes up with new songs that are just come out of nowhere. And that one, Garden of Your Mind, Mr. Rogers auto-tuned, which came in, what, number two on your list this year, right? Yeah, number two, almost number one, very close this year. Uh, that was something, I owe that to my fans. I just started uh, getting requests for that, and uh, somebody sent me a link to it, and I found uh, and was able to download it. I don't really know a whole lot about uh, John D. Boswell, but uh, I thought that that was a very effective piece of work, and my audience loved it, so uh, it got played again and again, and uh, uh, wound up on our countdown. Now, have you noticed as time has gone on, because obviously you've been gathering submissions since the 70s, now with computers and Pro Tools, and obviously something like Auto-Tune, that's obviously a computer function, have, have you noticed, you know, in terms of technology, that there's too much technology in these songs and you kind of like the older, more basic stripped down stuff or how do you feel? Oh, uh, I, there's never too much technology. It's all in how you use it. Uh, of course, I do like uh, some stripped down things too. I always have older things to go to and there there are still people who do, do just like uh, singing with a guitar or singing with a single keyboard or nothing at all and do it well. It's all what you do with the resources you have. Uh, so... Uh, one one thing that technology has done, it has enabled more and more people to make decent sounding recordings at home. Uh, it used to be I'd get so many recordings where the people had good ideas, but because of their limited equipment, they couldn't really put them across on tape. So uh, more and more people are being able to make better things at home, and that's helped a lot. Uh, Barnes and Barnes with fish heads, that was one of the nicest sounding recordings that was made at home that I got back in those days. And eventually other people caught up to what they were doing. Now, does the... But because of the ease of, because I know with this, because obviously being able to play whatever I want, I get millions of submissions where, you know, I would imagine back in the old days, you still got a ton of submissions, but it was more effort. Now it's just people hit a button and they send it to you. Have you noticed that it's your inbox is getting filled like more constantly now and it's lesser quality or do you just feel that it's better quality and it's just more stuff for you to go through? It's it's better quality. Uh, I, I'd say it's about the same amount of stuff to go through. I mean, I, I can't deny that uh, in 1980, for instance, I was on 200 major, major radio stations and was reaching a, a larger audience in terms of numbers than I do today. Uh, but uh, So did you have a mail truck coming every day to your house like every day? Well, for a while it seemed that way. I had to hire somebody to screen the stuff because I just could did not have time to go through it all myself for a while, but uh, I'm, I'm able to stay on top of it now. Now let's now let's talk about the movie that's going to be made about you. Will you be showing, I mean, have you kept all these old submissions? Do you have all that? Uh, I, yeah, I, I have uh, certainly a couple of storage lockers full of submissions, plus, of course, the better ones I keep here in my studio and in the, the record room. Uh, so I'm sure we'll be seeing some of that. Uh, we're talking about something, the working title is Under the Smogberry Trees, which is something that I said a lot at the beginning of the show in my early days. And uh, so that's the title that these folks have adopted, the working title for this documentary 
country that they're planning to shoot. It's still in very early stages. It's it's not going to show up uh, in your theaters tomorrow, but uh, we're working on it, and it's and we're really happy to say that we're getting underway with that. Under the smogberrytrees.com. No, but there's a Kickstarter campaign, right? Yeah, they're doing a Kickstarter. Under the smogberrytrees.com is where you find out about it. S-M-O-G-B-E-R-R-Y. It's an allusion to the smog that uh, grows here in Los Angeles. And one of these top songs attributed to the Dr. Demento program is by a trio from Nebraska called Ogden Edsel, who who besides having a disturbing song about a pedophile clown called Kinko, also had a song that topped the Dr. Demento Funny 25 for two years, the only song ever to do that. Dr. Demento, tell us about Ogden Edsel, how you found them, and tell us all about Dead Puppies. Yeah, it's uh, my all-time number one most requested song, Dead Puppies by Ogden Edsel. Originally, I think there were like 10 people in the band. It was kind of a theatrical comedy troupe that traveled around the Midwest. It was the Ogden Edsel Wahalia Mondo Bizarro Blues Ensemble Band, or something like that. And uh, the it kind of slimmed down to the three main guys, and, and they moved out to California and recorded Dead Puppies out here in the same studio where uh, Captain Beefheart had recorded Trout Mask Replica. It's <laughs> an odd bit of trivia there. And anyway, so the first I heard of them actually was when their LP was finished and they sent it to me in the mail. So that's just how that came. And uh, I contacted them and knew that that song, Dead Puppies, would be, do very well on the show. And indeed it did. We lost a few stations because of that song, though, when, it, when I first started playing it, uh, because uh, people were outraged. <laughs> Uh, people people thought it was uh, espousing animal cruelty, and uh, I always had to say to them, well, would you like it better if it said dead puppies are fun? Dead puppies aren't much fun. <laughs> of course not. So, But anyway, so that was controversial at the time, but uh, as much great comedy is, certainly, when you first hear it. Uh, but it's it's been a great song for me. And uh, Bill Frenzer, the lead singer, is still active today. He still does gigs around town here in Los Angeles. Well, we're going we're gonna to play it now. And uh, I almost played this a while back on the show, and I've never played this song. It's obviously a joke song, and obviously people should not take it so seriously, and they should just, you know... Enjoy that it's a satire or whatever. So we're going to play it right now. It's uh, Ogden Etzel, Dead Puppies. Dead puppies. Dead puppies. Dead puppies aren't much fun. They don't come when you call. They don't chase squirrels at all dead puppies aren't much fun my puppy died late last fall he's still rotting in the hall dead puppies aren't much fun no 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 Mom says puppy's days are through She's going to throw him in the stew Dead puppies aren't much fun Dead puppies Dead, 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 dead puppies Dead puppies 
everybody out there, sing along, okay? Google, 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 Google,
he's spending their money legally. anything anything with rich russo i'm his guest dr demento and there's some outsider music dementites and dementoids with art paul slosher of madison wisconsin he's a street singer he has written probably two or three thousand songs and recorded many of them in various media he began his career back in the days of vinyl uh, today it's on cds and on the streets of madison wisconsin where art paul uh, is a modern living, breathing example of outsider music, the genre you might be familiar with from the works of Wildman Fisher or perhaps Wesley Willis. Well, Art Paul lives on, and he's probably written a hundred more songs since he did that one last year. Google by Art Paul Slosher. Uh, moving over to uh, New York City, moving back to the Big Apple, uh, like to mention something that's coming up in May, the New York Funny Songs Festival will be the second annual New York Funny Songs Festival, gathering together uh, the finest performers uh, of New York and other parts around the country who do strictly funny songs. It's not stand-up comedy, it's all funny songs, uh, a genre that maybe hasn't gotten its due outside of maybe the Dr. Demento show. Uh, so look for that uh, at various venues in Lower Manhattan, May 16th to 18th. And the uh, the person who puts it on is named Jessica Delfino. She's quite a well-known uh, singer of funny songs herself, many of which are definitely unplayable on the radio. Jessica has raised quite a few eyebrows and, and other body parts with the songs that she's done over the years about her uh, personal parts and such things. Uh, this one, I think, is arable, and it's Jessica Delfino with I Hate Everybody. I sit by the river and I watch all the people walk by. There is a boat on the river and all of the tourists on the boat wave high. There are children nearby me and they yell and scream and fight and cry and I hate everybody. Everybody. The blacks play basketball on the shuttered up courts. They wear no shirts and I can see their pubic hair reaching out of their shorts. An old lady walks by and that old lady bitch is wearing sports and I hate everybody. 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 Let's have a group scat. Give me an answer, cause he hates everybody. 
with kids today with the hair and the faces and the dubstep what is that is that even music i never thought i'd see the day when i would say the things today are crappy and the things were best when i was your age yeah here we are movies suck tv suck i hate them all and please don't get me started on the crap that's on the radio there was no auto-tune rappers had skill no tricks in 86 it's time to build mr magic rap attack with packing all my favorite songs now the dial is nothing but delilah all night long ll cool j was hard as hell and ice cube had a bad attitude as well now he's making family comedies that feature farts and these rappers who can rap for crapping all over the charts You used to see me watching MTV Cause back then they showed things I actually wanted to see You know, like music videos and shows like Yo MTV Raps Instead of all this reality crap It makes me wanna cry Is it any wonder why that I would wanna go back in time like Marty McFly And dial 8675309 to call up Jenny and I'll make a mind In the 80s We'll talk about days gone by What happened to good reality TV like Unsolved Mysteries? Why would anyone want to watch a bunch of people they hate make lots of money? This may be crazy, but I always thought my car would be kit. Or possibly the general leave with Daisy in the back of it. But that just wasn't meant to be, so now I guess you'll see the stick figure decals on my SUV. Now that I got kids, you know what really makes me sore? There's nothing good on Saturday morning anymore. No super friends, Scooby-Doo, Smurfs, or Bugs Bunny, CBS in the morning. That's supposed to be funny. But back then, as Ash said, everything was groovy. Back when there were only three Star Wars movies. Back before attacks upon the Holy Trilogy, when a computer vomited all over everything we see. I liked Freddy Krueger, man, he gave me the creeps. I had computers with a green screen and only one beep. I see a kid on a bike and like everyone hollers all together now I want my two dollars time goes on and now those things are all gone now I'm yelling telling kids to get the hell off my lawn and yet despite all this time one thing I still can't do is solve the damn Rubik's Cube in the 80s yeah I wanna go back in the 80s using words like fresh and never could figure this thing out. How am I going to get this green square over to the... Wait, where did this purple square come from? No Facebook or likes. No, we went outside with no helmets on our bikes when we took them for a ride. No pictures of girls that are ostrich-styled. Yes, our girls were wild, but they actually smiled. No iTunes. No, we went to the store and used to pour through the huge pile of vinyl on the floor. No MP3, OMG, or lol. I'm not kidding. No, we didn't have the internet at all. Oh, wait a minute. No internet. No internet? How the hell did we survive? Now that you mention it, I kinda like it here With 3,000 TV channels and the picture is clear Plus Netflix and Hulu, movies on demand More bad sci-fi than any man could stand Now all my friends are at the end of my mouse I talk to hundreds at a time and never have to leave my house I got a business that I run in my underwear from here On this cushion and my couch is molded right to my rear I used to be afraid the Russian blow us off the map Now I shoot birds and pigs with an app While I crap, I got real-time feeds for celebrity scandals And all the free porn my bandwidth can handle Yeah, music sucks today, but oh man We have Tiffany, Debbie Gibson, and Wham Plus the new kids on the block, Poison War, uh-huh even Millie Vanilli, really need I go on? Video games in my time were just fine But I like how now a gun is drumming more than just a line And I can play it with my kids, two boys and a girl You know I wouldn't give that up for the world back when SNL was good in the 80s Pretending I was with the boys in the hood in the 80s In the 80s 
Anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo, and it's our all-novelty extravaganza on Super Bowl Sunday with the legendary Dr. Demento, and we just heard a power salad, classic rock cutoff date, and before that, Devo Spice within the 80s. Those songs kind of tie in because the classic rock cutoff date, according to Power Salad, which I love that it rhymes with Power power Ballot, is uh, 1987, so in the 80s kind of ties in. Tell me, Dr. Demento, how do you find those two? Where where do they come from? 
Well, actually, both those artists have been sending me stuff uh, since they were in high school, which was quite a long time ago. So almost back, yeah, back to the 80s, the, the late 80s was when I first heard from both of those people. Power Solid is Chris Mezzolesta and Craig Marks. Uh, Chris is best known as a voiceover announcer. He does a lot of commercials. He's headquartered in North Carolina, and he's made a number of musical albums together with Craig under the name of Power Salad, and uh, from their latest album, that's Classic Rock Cutoff Date, and having worked for a number of those classic rock stations myself and seeing how they tick, uh, that, that certainly struck me very funny. Uh, so that's Power Salad, and, bef- and before that, in the 80s, and that was by Devo Spice, uh, uh, he first started sending me songs uh, when he was a teenager, and he used to call himself Sudden Death. At one point, he decided to use a, a slightly less violent name, so he's Devo Spice, and he's one of the people that runs the thefump.com that I mentioned earlier, the, the place where you can go to hear the latest and greatest, especially the latest, in, in funny music. So uh, there he was with In the 80s. Uh, that, was, that came in number four on my countdown for all of last year, so I think that rings bells for a lot of people. Oh, it definitely does. And the classic rock cutoff date. And I am blessed to be on uh, two different radio stations that allow me to do whatever I want that are both rock and roll radio stations that both are programmed not by computers, not by consultants or programmed by by feel and by market. And they, you know, it's old school radio. And obviously what I do is older than old school radio so that classic rock cutoff day considering the classic rock station that is in this market which plays the same 35 songs every day at the same time that song is completely refreshing and obviously our audience on both those stations will completely and completely appreciate that let's take let's take a break right now when we come back maybe um i don't know maybe we'll do a song about whippets or something stick around on anything anything Nozzle got it up to full throttle You never got his high from any drug or liquor bottle This is as high as you could get without actually being dead You've got to keep that nitrous flowing up into your head You've got to keep that nitrous oxide high High Hello It's alright Nitrocopter's landing on the nitro pad You don't need rotor blades, you're floating on the nitro air Location of the destination soon to be unfurled I need nitrous oxide so that I can rewind your world Gotta keep that nitrous oxide Nitrous oxide is what comes out Gotta keep that nitrous oxide high And here we go 
turn up the nozzle, got it up to full throttle. You never got his life from any drug or liquor bottle. This is as high as you could get without actually being dead. You've got to keep that nitrous flowing up into your head. You've got to keep that nitrous It's Anything, Anything, I'm Rich Russo, and there you go. Probably the novelty song that's most associated with this show. We've been playing it for five years. Terrible Tim's Nitrous Oxide High. We've been playing that for a long time. A lot of great reaction to that. Terrible Tim uh, lives in Staten Island. He was completely uh, devastated with the storm, lost a lot of stuff. And uh, obviously, hopefully, Terrible Tim will be making a comeback and we'll get him to do something very, very cool. And that was one of the things I'm proud about that I actually, the first time we did something with Dr. Demento, I turned him on to that song and he actually liked it, which I feel is very, I'm happy about that. Well, I certainly wish Terrible Tim the best. I mean, uh, what what happened to him and and so many other people in that storm. Uh, We also played... uh, Transfusion by Nervous Norvis, and that came out on Norton Records, and uh, they've been through quite a calamity themselves and have really done well in recovering from that, uh, the good people at Norton Records. Yeah, they've been, Norton's been having a lot of like record-washing events at bowling alleys and raising a lot of money and a lot of awareness, and everybody has really pitched in with the uh, tragedy. So when, you, uh, when I first sent you the Terrible Tim song, what, did you, what was your initial reaction to it? Oh, I thought it was lots of fun. I mean, he, he kind of is out there on the, the rowdier side of uh, funny music these days. And Terrible Tim's got a lot. Hopefully he'll be write some new stuff. So I think uh, I think, yeah, or, I hope think so. I hope so. And I want to thank you so much for doing this, Doctor. It has been it has been an honor. It, this is one of the most exciting things I do when we get to sit down and talk novelty and listen to all the great stuff that you find on a weekly basis drdemento.com for new shows every Saturday. And I um, want to thank you, of course, for your time and your yeah. effort in doing this. And um, hopefully this continues. It's our third year doing it. Hope this will be a ongoing Super Bowl tradition. And, of course, maybe maybe a couple times a year we'll do a novelty show since it seems to get a very, very nice uh, response. A lot of people are digging it. And um, what do you think we should close with? Do we have, I mean, I think I know what you're going to say because that's what we always close with. But just in case it changes, what do you, what do you think we should close with? All right. Well, uh, I, I see the men in the white coats and uh, there, there are several of them and uh, uh, they, they, are most, they are motioning me to come over there. And uh, I believe they're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away. Goodbye, Rich. Anything, anything. Uh, love you guys. Bye-bye. Stay. Good night, everybody. This has been Anything, Anything. Here's Napoleon the 14th. They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. Good night. We'll be back next week. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow and then the days got worse and worse and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And... They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, haha. 
You thought it was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Right? You know you laughed. I heard you laugh. You laughed, you laughed, and laughed, and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away. Ha ha! They're coming to take me away. Ho ho! Hee hee! Ha ha! To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes, and they're coming to take me away. I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Ha! Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet, and when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA. You mangy mutt! And they're coming to take me away. Ha ha! They're coming to take me away. Ho ho! Hee hee! Ha ha! To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Ha ha! To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds. And if there was no Dr. Demento, there would be no Weird Al Yankovic. Give us a story of Weird Al and how he got to you and how you started playing his stuff. A young Alfred Yankovic, about 15 years old and in Linwood, California, working class suburb of Los Angeles, uh, discovered my show, just happened to cross it on uh, the radio, got to th like things by Alan Sherman and uh, Spike Jones, things like that. Then he heard me play a song by another kid about his age, and a uh, light went on in his head, and he thought, I can do that. He was learning the accordion at that time, and he had just taught himself to play rock and roll accordion by uh, arranging every song on Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album for the accordion, and uh, learned to sing and play those, and then he started writing his own stuff. And so he sent me a song, it just came unannounced in the mail from Alfred Yankovic of Linwood, California on about a 39-cent cassette he'd recorded in his basement, I think. And it was a song called Belvedere Cruising, about riding around Linwood in his uh, parents' 1964 Belvedere. And, uh, it wasn't necessarily the best song I'd ever heard, but it was pretty darn good, and it was recorded nicely, considering the crude equipment. Uh, it wasn't distorted. You could hear all the words, and the words fit the music nicely, and uh, they were all funny. So I put it on the air, and uh, his songs just gradually kept getting better and better. He started doing parodies, and that's when he really started to uh, catch on with the public, uh, My Bologna being the first one that was really in high demand on my show. Uh, and uh, that was followed about a year later by the one I think we're about to hear, which was recorded live on my show on KMET in Los Angeles, where I went after KPPC, September 14th, 1980. Here it is. Another one rides the bus live from the Dr. Demento archives. In a bus down the boulevard and the pace was pretty packed. Yeah. But a seesaw had to stand with a perverse in the back. It was smelling like a locker, locker room. There was junk all over the floor. We're already packed in like sardines, but we're stopping to pick up more. Look out! 
a Harvard grad, a mathematician who not only created some of the best satire music of all time, he also did the whole uh, do-it-yourself thing where he sold records and pressed himself and sold them without record stores or a label, kind of like what Benny Bell's doing. It's all coming full circle because that's what's going on now in the uh, music business. And Tom Lehrer was always a fixture on the Dr. Demento show. Uh, Dr. Demento sitting here with me. Give us some insight on Tom Lehrer and the reaction that some of those songs got on your show. Yeah, Tom Lehrer is my second most requested artist of all time. I remember I was... Uh, in junior high school and I went to this party and uh, I brought some rock and roll records. It was back in the 1950s and uh, I wanted to play those rock and roll records but the girl who was having the party, she wanted to play one of her dad's records and uh, I, I, I don't play that. I want to play rock and roll but uh, she insisted we listen to Tom Lehrer so that was my initiation to his music and I had to admit that it was very good stuff and so uh, as soon as I uh, started having the Dr. Demento show and started playing comedy stuff, I immediately thought of him and the old dope peddler and uh, Be Prepared, the Boy Scouts marching song and uh, So Long Mom, I'm Off to Drop the Bomb. He's got so many great songs. And of course, Poisoning Pigeons in the Park and the Masochism Tango. You know, he uh, entered Harvard at uh, 15 and graduated at 18, wrote his first uh, the first song that he decided to keep, Fight Fiercely Harvard while he was still a student there. So he was kind of a prodigy in his day. Uh, and then he went on to become an instructor in mathematics and uh, just decided to keep on doing that. And uh, every so often he'd take a little break and do some music. But uh, if you had asked him at just about any time, what do you do for a living, Mr. Lehrer? He would say, well, I teach math at Harvard or MIT or UC Santa Cruz, as the case may have been at the time. So 
Music was just something that he did in spurts, and uh, then he got out of it. He just didn't want to do it anymore. For a, He's given a variety of reasons through the years, but we miss him and could sure use his talent today. He, he's still alive and well and uh, in good health and uh, hanging around uh, Harvard and hanging around the UC Santa Cruz. So uh, uh, we wish him the best, but uh, uh, very, very, yeah, I, I wish he'd written more. <laughs> For the touch of your lips, dear But much more for the touch of your whips, dear You can raise welts like nobody else As we dance to the masochism tango Let our love be a flame, not an ember Say it's me that you want to dismember Blacken my eye, set fire to my tie As we dance to the masochism tango At your command, before you here I stand My heart is in my hand Ugh, it's here that I must be My heart entreats, just hear those savage beats And go put on your cleats And come and trample me your heart is hard as stone or mahogany That's why I'm in such exquisite agony My soul is on fire, it's aflame with desire Which is why I perspire when we tango You caught my nose In your left castanet, love I can feel the pain yet, love Every time I hear drums And I envy the rose That you held in your teeth, love With the thorns underneath, love Sticking into your gums Your eyes cast a spell that bewitches The last time I needed twenty stitches to sew up the gash you made with your lash As we dance to the masochism tango Bash in my brain and make me scream with pain Then kick me once again and say we'll never part I know too well I'm underneath your spell So darling if you smell something burning it's my heart Excuse me Take your cigarette from its holder And burn your initials in my shoulder Fracture my spine and swear that you're mine As we dance to the masochism tango L.A. face with the Oakland booty Tried to warn me, but that 
Anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo with Dr. Demento and Sir Mix-a-Lot being covered by Jonathan Colton. Baby got back and uh, Dr. Demento is a fantastic, you got a great backstory on that, no pun intended. Oh yeah. Jonathan Colton is a singer who's been uh, quite popular now for uh, uh, about the last six, seven years. Uh, he's gone on tour with They Might Be Giants as well as a lot of tours under his own name. Uh, he does uh, a lot of serious songs, but a lot of funny ones, too. The first thing I ever heard of his back about six years ago was that really amazing cover of uh, Baby Got Back, the Sir Mix-a-Lot song. It completely transformed the whole musical feel of it and also made you listen to the words in a little different way. Well, if that sounded a little familiar to some of you people, uh, especially some of you who might watch that show called Glee, they did Baby Got Back 
exactly like Jonathan Colton did, using Jonathan Colton's arrangement. It even sounded like they used his backing track a couple of weeks ago, but they did not give him credit. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> I don't know if they owe him any cash, but they should have at least said something about uh, Jonathan Colton. I mean, he's he's not chopped liver. He's uh, one of the more popular artists going today, and, and they should have said something. And uh, one of the people who was associated with the Fump.com, which Jonathan Colton helped start, by the way, uh, has done a song in tribute to that and it's a tribute to baby it's a tribute to the whole kerfluffle shall we say uh using the original sir mix-a-lot arrangement and this is a uh, devo spice once again with his song called joko got jacked right by the way joko is what uh, jonathan colton's fans call him they call him joko which by the way has some uh, adult language in it so uh, please uh, be be sensitive as you're listening that you might hear some uh, words that you're not used to hearing if you're hearing this on a podcast. <laughs> Perfect. From the uh, Fump.com collection, Joko got jacked on Anything Anything with Dr. Demento. Oh my cog. Devo, are you watching Glee? Uh, no. Why? They totally ripped off Jonathan Colton. They did? They used his version of Baby Got Back without permission. They didn't pay him. They didn't credit him. They didn't even tell him they were going to do it. That's kind of a dick move. I know. It makes me so mad. It drives me nuts and I'll tell you why. You're picking on the little guy. Cause when an indie musician I know and love just blatantly gets ripped off, I get pissed. He was basically hacked because you know that that beat was jacked. Like you just don't care and I'm mad and I can't stop swearing Oh, cock balls, I want to meet the singer and give him the finger He sang it oh so blandly and that shit you pulled makes me, me, me so, so angry. angry Ooh, legal team fight, you say that you're well within your right Well, excuse me, excuse me, what you did was still rather douchey You're on a mission, to hell with permission Your dream team, got it going like a Ponzi scheme I'm tired of crappy shows, picking on the average Joes he ripped off his song and he's not even named. You guys should be ashamed. So, fellas, yeah. fellas, yeah. do you think they stole the cut? Yeah. Time to shove it, shove it, shove it up their butt. Joko got jacked. Joko got jacked. I hear his songs at times, and when they come on, I just can't help myself. I sing him like a junkie. I'm a code monkey. I want to have a meeting and eat your brains. Peter's going to be enraged, because half monkey ponies are all the rage. That's why I'm so damn disappointed. No point in being subtle. Johnny C's in trouble, so I'm up for in a rebuttal. But I can't even watch your show, because I canceled cable long ago. And when they cancel your show, I'll keep listening to Joko. A word to the Fox execs while you're cashing your big checks. I don't know what you plan next, but I gotta be straight when I say I wanna in your ugly face. But you'll do it anyway. A lot of fans won't like this play. Cause you just knocked over a sound bank and you think you got away. But his fans, yeah, they mine. And they tend to be the vocal kind. So Reddit, yeah. Reddit, yeah. do you wanna take back his credit? Yeah. Then spread the word, link it out. All the fanboys got to shout. Choco got jacked. Joko got jacked. You know, man, when it comes to TV, Fox has very little to do with my selection. I pretty much only watch The Simpsons and Family Guy. And I'm 
I'm still pissed at them for canceling Firefly. So you're playing songs by Brandy. Well, that's all fine and dandy. But you don't have to pay royalties when you cover a cover. Well, ain't that handy. All he wants is credit for his work, jerks. You can hide behind your lawyers, but that still makes you a putz. Some yes-men are gonna play their role and tell you that the song ain't stalled. You spin it and weave it, but we ain't dumb enough to believe it. So what? Your show's a hit. Well, that don't mean jack shit, because you still have to go through the proper methods, and you still need ethics. Aren't you the ones always crying piracy? This looks like it to me. Give me a break, because if I download it, your lawyers would have exploded. You should fire whoever approved, because this really was a stupid move. You got money, but you chose to steal it, and the internet's quick to reveal it. So maybe if you hear a song, and you think you want to put it on, dial 1-900, eat a dick, and rip off someone else. Joko got jacked. Joko got jacked.